Today is the day to wake, work, and win. Welcome to The Standard. That seems to be, and it's obviously like why we love your stuff, is that it's easily digestible. And one thing I think you do better than it, because there's a lot of people that are doing something similar to your brand. But one thing you do, I think, better than anybody is you have tapped into these like universal truths about the fire service. Yeah, you should be, I mean, I feel like when we're at our kitchen table, we go through that feed. It should just, you should just be there at our kitchen table with us. Whatever you're thinking is exactly what we're laughing about. You don't take it too seriously. Yeah. You can't. Like, God, you can't. No. I'm sure, I'm sure you broach on the edge of offending a lot of, <laughs> a lot of firemen because firemen have egos and, uh, I could see that. Well, I, it's just like, I purposely go on the edge a little bit because if you're not, then what's the, what's the point? How long have you been in the fire service? 10 years. Okay. All in San Diego. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty much same, same story. I was a medic and then I was, I was Navy before that. So Navy, the Navy is pretty similar in humor, pretty, very similar culture. The ship life is very, very similar to a fire station life. Uh, I almost wonder if it would have been different if I were to stay in the Navy, if I would have had a Navy meme page. Oh, (laughs) exactly. Did you go to Great Lakes? Yeah. So that I grew up. Oh, uh, uh, three. I think I grew up in that town. The first train stop down from that is where uh, is where I grew up in Lake Bluff. It's cold as shit. We uh, one of the cool things we got to do is uh, in two thousand four or five, Great Lakes tore down some barracks, and we got to train for like a month in them, and that was. I mean, to this date, still some of the best training I've ever had. But I remember going on base and being like, dude, this sucks. <laughs> like, this <laughs> lifestyle must be so brutal. Well, I could talk about the Navy probably the whole hour. Like, that's – that's. A, I think now that I'm getting older, I I tend to pay attention more to the details of life because that's where the comedy's at. You know, that's where the memes are at. But, God, boot camp, jeez. So I was like 18. I was I, I grew up in a small desert town. And I got, I went to boot camp in January. So we got off that bus or we came out of the airport and I got a hit with reality. I was like, Oh, it's cold. (laughs) It's, it's a cold. Like I, like no other place, man. It hits you hard. Like they, they were, we were wearing ski masks, a beanie, trench coat, turtleneck, all this stuff. And my eyelids were freezing (laughs) when we were marching. And I remember we already couldn't march with crap because we were like first two days. And I went to go and try to get the eyelids to open. And I remember uh, our, what, what we call them? It wasn't drill instructor, but he started chewing me out. Hernandez, what are you doing? <laughs> You're like, Why I can't see. Hand? Why is your hand on your eye? And I, I, you know, you can't call him sir either. Back then, you couldn't call him sir. They would get mad and say, "We don't call me sir. I work for a living. <laughs> <laughs> that was their thing. It's, that, that was a weird thing to get used to in the fire service because you call everybody sir and I, it was hard for me to get used to that. Yeah, because you're uh, like, I remember, you, I shouldn't have to, right? Yeah, you guys, don't you guys work for a living? That was the joke in the Navy. But I, I was, it was weird calling my captain, like, sir, or like, in, you know, in the academy. 
I think I even said, I, I, a couple of times. Yeah. I, sir. <laughs> and I, the guy asked me, he's like, like Hearn, I, you know, nicknames are, they're not something you love, but it's just something that sticks. Here's what you don't love if you don't have one. Like it's fine. Never, okay. If, if you don't have a nickname, well, that depends. If your nickname is because, like, no one likes you, that's a bad nickname. <laughs> that's yeah. a bad nickname to have. But probably don't want that one. Yeah, the endearing ones are nice. I mean, you know. No, I'm just saying. Like, we have uh, a new guy at our station, and, and on our board, everyone has a nickname. But you know who the either the new guy or the outcast is because we just put their normal name up there. So like, <laughs> it's uh. Even though if you have a shitty one, it's better than having no nickname at all. True. Yeah. Um, how did you transition in, like, into the fire service? You're just like, hey, this is this is something that is like the military. I'm going to go give it a shot, or I just want to get back to San Diego. You know, I'm real big on younger. I'm real big on looking at people that are older than me around me that I work with, like their life, what they're going through, because I know whatever job you're in, you're going to be a, a basically them in 10, 20 years. And I have nothing wrong. Nothing's wrong with the Navy. The problem I had with the Navy was that you're always gone, like really gone, like six to nine months out of the year, you could be forward deployed on a ship. And I saw the older people that I worked with and their family life. I didn't really like it. I didn't really like how they missed all the baseball games or they couldn't coach. They couldn't do anything. So I came up my four year term and I was like, I'm, I'm done. I never complained about anything i wasn't one of those complainers and i just i just said hey i'm done at four the ones that complain are still in <laughs> i noticed but uh when i got out on the uh, ship was it's like every time there's a some sort of threat they would call battle stations and everybody on the ship had a job mine was firefighting which most people on the ship is it's a pretty big deal the ship's on fire uh i and i just enjoyed it and it was i was young i was what 20 years old i just like throwing the ba and like doing it and and they had like fake smoke and we would like investigate i thought it was fun so i started taking classes and when i got out i just started pursuing it before the navy i couldn't see myself doing the firefighting because i didn't have the confidence the navy definitely kind of instills in you like if you want to do something you could do it you just have to work your ass off if i just kind of started doing that right when i got out i Got my EMT, got my medic, and then at the time, it was a big hiring freeze. I don't think anybody hired till what, 2011-ish, I think, everyone? So I had like a five-year gap in service and trying to get hired. Now it seems like everyone's getting hired, like, easy. We yeah, had that it seems real easy. Yeah, I mean, we had that conversation yeah. relatively recently where we got hired kind of in that, like, 20, I don't know, when did you get on? 2008. Yeah, so it's like 2008, 2010-ish, it was, I mean, really hard. It was really hard to get on. Um, even like in the early, like early like 2006, I guess 2006, 2010, yeah. it, was, it felt like 2,000 people were coming to test for like three jobs. And then now there are some departments that can't get 100 people to show up for their tests. How many, how many guys are showing up for your test now compared to when you got on? You know, I don't really know. Uh, I think we still got long lines. The problem we're having, there's not really a lot of medics. Yeah. And that's probably the same problem everyone's having right now. So like I'm a medic and you know, like it's just, 
we can't get them. And then when we, we train them to be medics, a lot of times they leave too for higher pain. Same. So it's That's just, same. it's probably pretty common. Do you guys send folks to uh, medic school? They, we just started. Yeah. I, mean, I think I just heard they're doing, they're going to do two a year now, two classes a year. Damn. I mean, we're, but we're trying, but the thing is, is just like you're saying is we have some departments around us that pay a lot better. They take better care of their people and they'll get their medic and then bounce. And it's like, why, why are we not at least saying you have to stay here for like five years so we can get, I think they legally can't, I think, Oh, no kidding. Like when you, like a city can't tell you, like they're not, the, they're not the Navy. I don't think a city can really tell you that. I think if someone could challenge that pretty easily, I think that's why we don't do it. Yeah. I know like some departments do that, but I, I'd be willing to think that that's not really legal. I mean, Hey, I'm, I'm just an Instagram guy, but I don't think that's legal. <laughs> I would be, I feel like I, I get like a Joe Pesci in there. Like my cousin Vinny, like he's yeah. in there. I think he could just thrash those rules. I don't think they can do it. I mean, where do they get, how are they going to keep you there? Yeah. Um, I think you would more maybe be like, Hey, you got to pay us back. You got to pay us back for, you know, if you don't stay here for five years, you got to pay for whatever the charge is for medic school or, or something along those lines. But um, if you had magic wand, two things that you could, you know, f- to fix morale, like what would you do? Yeah, we put you on the spot Cause it, there. Because to be honest with you, it seems like... And no, no, it's good. Good question. Because <laughs> everyone thinks that their department is having this, like, morale crisis. Or they are all. They all are. But that's what I'm saying is then then we look at your page and we're like, oh, this is a universal truth that everyone's getting mandatory. Everybody's fucking exhausted. Everyone yeah. hates uh, all the all the engine guys hate the truck guys because <laughs> they slept all night. <laughs> like these are these are some universal truths, which is really exciting because then there can be some universal fixes, right? Yeah, I think I think my department actually does a pretty good job with the mental side of it. We have a lot of uh, resources you can call and you can kind of take care of that if you step up and call the number. Uh, I don't have any problems with anything like that. I would say that maybe some departments could focus a little more on some of the social media aspect. Um, I see some people doing it. I think it's Sacramento fire. I see LFD doing it a little bit. If you just had a guy who just drove around in a city little car and just hung out with some state a fire station for a few hours in the morning, took a few little videos and made a little reel of what they're doing and just showed it would, it would bring morale and have a little fun. You could increase your followership on your, department of social media and i think that's a that's a start this episode is brought to you by us more importantly our patreon and most importantly our patreon members if you like what you're hearing think about joining us head on over to the-standard.us and for as little as three dollars a month you can get extra episodes discounts on gear monthly conference calls so head on over to our site at the-standard.us. And remember to always like and subscribe. Back to the show. The other thing, maybe, <laughs> it's obvious. I mean, try to cut down on Mando's, but what are you going to do? I don't... All right, so let's, let's get in. Let's I don't know the answer to that. Let's talk about the fun stuff, which is some of your posts. Um, <laughs> this, this one I really liked. So we're going to go through some because I, I save them. And when we knew we were going to do this podcast, I'd, just save them and Craig would uh, kind of storm away. But you got this picture of Jesus and it says, and God says, I shall create days off. The firefighters respond to, oh man, we got the best work schedule. 
And God responds, I shall create Mando. <laughs> it's so true, right? So it's it's the best schedule. But then, oh, hey, guess what? Uh, you're about ready to leave the station. Here's the phone ringing. I mean, Psych. the things people do. How? Let's talk about that. What's the best thing you've seen someone do to avoid Mando, other than just shutting their phone <laughs> off? Oh, I got I got one. Something I did. And All right. This is on the books. I legit got this excused. Uh, I'm lactose intolerant. Usually. All right. Sometimes I can get away with it. We had a retirement party one day, and my partner in the back seat made this incredible nacho cheese dip stuff for chips, and I just went to town on it, and I took a big risk. And <laughs> The risk did not. Uh, it, it didn't. It didn't pay off, and I was in the. Uh, I was in the shitter all night. <laughs> and the next day, the next. Luckily, I was on the truck, so we didn't get no calls. But the next day, <laughs> I got mandoed. I got mandoed, and there was no freaking way I was gonna be able to work. I couldn't. I couldn't stop going to the bathroom. So I wrote an extensive email explaining my exact situation, where I just told you how I tend to risk it sometimes, and I don't always win. <laughs> and I will in detail what my night was like. In tr- in like in like medical terms, like you're writing a report. You're like, I entered the bathroom and proceeded to sit on the uh, fessy's I think, receptacle. I think one of my lines was, "I'm not even sure I'm going to make it home today without <laughs> shit in my pants." So I don't think I could make it to another station. I don't think I used bad words, but I was very direct. And yeah, I got excused, and I think I screenshotted that. I might even put it up one time. Just for that meme, though, I got I got to give credit to that meme. That wasn't my meme. That's oh. the Dirty Deuce. Oh, okay. Well, shout out to the Dirty Deuce then. Uh, they go, those, yeah. They're out of Portland, so, aren't they? Tacoma. Tacoma, Washington. That's right. We met uh, we met some of them out in uh, firemanship conference, like right when their page first started. Do you think it would help if mandatory overtime was double time? Yeah. I, there that comes would, a that would help, right? There comes a breakover point where you can't pay someone enough for them to be happy. Like there is a certain like, hey, we're going on vacation today. Um, I just got mandatory last month, and now you're doing it again. Regardless of how much money you give me, I'm still going to be pissed off. I don't it, think it's really feasible. I think people, the public already thinks we get paid too much. They don't realize most of that is overtime and bandos, and we have to do it. But I think if you add it on to that, it would just I don't think it would ever go past the public. You know, they'd be like, "What? You're paying them what?" How I think often, they're just going to continue to kind of. How often is that happening to you guys? To what? What? Like, how often are you getting mandatory? You know what? It slowed down a lot in the past six months. Uh, there was a time period about a year ago where it was twice a week. Damn. Or you like you were twice a week? I was. Uh, I'm a fire medic. I was terrible. twice a week. Yeah. Dude, that is fucking it's, brutal. It's gotten better, but we. I don't know what the, why it's gotten better. Again, I don't want to speak to what's above me, but we've had a pretty – I don't want to honk on wood. The fire season has been all right down here, and maybe they're hiring a lot. Maybe staffing is improving because of that. I don't know. But holidays are coming up, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I was bitching about once a month, and now you're getting it fucking twice a week. <laughs> I think once a month is about, is about what it is now. Okay. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was pretty wild there for a little while. It was during – it was about a year ago. So when the peak of COVID and fires were, I think, up Northern California, whenever Northern California burns, we all kind of feel it because we're all kind of going up there. It all sucks everybody in, you know. How does your uh, How does your department feel about what you're doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? Officially, no, no one's ever told me anything. And I don't, 
I purposely just kind of do what I'm doing. I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> no, I, I, we, uh, our department hates us. So we had to come up with a, and hope they leave you alone. I mean, honestly, yeah, that sounds way better stuff. than, what... <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I think, I think in the beginning, I think there was probably not a lot of fans. There's a lot of fans also at the same time. And I think over time people have realized that I'm not out to get nobody. I'm not out to attack anybody. I'm just trying to raise morale. I think Mandos aren't going anywhere. All the situations I make fun of aren't going anywhere. Why not? I mean, it's the American way. Why not make a little fun of it? Right. We do it. Whoever the president is, regardless of your political situation, we always make fun of the president. Why can't we make fun of Mandos? Why can't we make fun of the engineer? Why can't we make fun of, uh, why not? That's part of our right in this country is to be able to have a little comedy. And I think that maybe they understand that and maybe they morale going up and they just kind of, they don't, they don't talk. We don't talk about it. I like it. So let, let's go to the next one. Let's let's make fun of some people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the ten year firefighter. This is a good one. You got this pictures. is me. Yeah, it's officially ten year firefighter. Just got off of work. I love it. Like long shorts, like sweatshirt. When do you think that? When does that transition really happen from, say, new guy to, yeah, I get off of work and it's just like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't care. I don't care what it looks I think like. probably I when you have. I think married with kids, probably. Yeah, that that'll do it. That's when got, I that's when I gave up all hope. Yeah, that's when you, you stop. That's when you, you stop too, doing you the calendar. Too much to do. <laughs> like right now, you got to you got to get off work. You got to get home. You got to pick up the kids. You got to do you got all this stuff going on. You're not really worried about. You might as well be comfortable. <laughs> that's right. What uh, do you got really kids? Worried about it. Yeah, I got two. Uh, a wife who's hiding from me right now. Every time I do a podcast, she hides. She thinks I'm going to talk about her. She's in there somewhere. Bring her in here. Yeah, we'll, I have a, uh, we'll, let's see if we can get her on camera. Oh, come on. She's de- She's so afraid. You know, I'm always on camera. I'm always doing stuff. My wife's complete opposite. I think just the fact that she hears me talking about her, she's probably going was... to all of a sudden go to go to Target. Will she? Uh, will she do something that's not video? Will she voice? Will she record her voice or no? I don't think so. Next I've time, been trying. I, maybe Next one time. of these days. Dude, you did something recently that uh, would probably like my favorite post is you did outtakes of yourself selling uh, those <laughs> stickers and uh yeah. as someone who has has tried to do the same it is so it's hard man it's so hard to do well and i love the fact that you did all your outtakes it was so funny dude we're we'll put it up on, our, on do, our patreon i think i might just do that from now on you should man whenever i do anything it, it was it was so <laughs> humanizing and and it goes along the same thread of everything else that you do is you try and and maybe this is not your intention but you connect people who are all going through the same thing and you make it uh make it hilarious so that's exactly what i felt i was i was dying because i was like oh shit that is me (laughs) constantly (laughs) i actually kind of got the idea um Frontline Optics. He so I, you probably know I, I sell all kinds of things, and I got a lot of different vendors. He's another vendor. He sells the shades, the same Mando City on them. He sent me a outtake reel, and he's like, "Hey, can you do anything with this?" And it was making me laugh. I need we need to put it up. He he he, he was pretty bad too. What uh, that was like is it on your before. page or his page? He hasn't put it up yet. He actually, I, I was editing it for him. Oh, okay. Uh, I was giggling as I was editing it, and so the next day comes around and. We're trying to sell tickets to this charity mustache bash, and 
I was just like, I'm going to go and talk about that. And then I realized that I had a lot of outtakes. You probably know, I, I, I edit like that stuff like crazy. And as I was looking at my outtakes, I was like, oh, those are actually kind of funny. I'm just going to put that. Up. Yeah, dude. I think that was, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I'll keep that going. What, uh, what is this fundraiser? What are you trying to raise money for? So we do it every year. Um, Sean Bramber started it about four or five years ago. It's mustache. Now we call it mustache madness. It's just a party. You have a mustache, you don't. We raise money for firefighter aid here in San Diego. Firefighter aid, basically, if you're a firefighter, you get hurt in any any capacity. They'll come. I mean, we'll they'll do yard work for you. They do everything. Make sure you're fully taken care of. Um, obviously, you're still getting paid with your department, but they come in and help out with anything else, whether it be food, money, anything. So we donate all the feeds to them. All that merch you saw me doing, the must I was trying to point at it and all that. That's yeah. all for charity. The party gets bigger and bigger every year. I mean, last year we had 600 people. Damn. Uh, I rented I rented an 18 van <laughs> as oh, a joke. Hell yeah. What do you mean you and, rented uh, it? Where'd how, you find how, it? How do you rent an 18? Craigslist? Some guys like black, what I is it, an old LA. Chevy or something? Yeah. I found it in LA. It was oh, a Hollywood van. Like they man. have some business. And the guy drove it down and we, we had some fun with that. One of my friends dressed up like Mr. T. And anyway, this year we're doing the same thing. I'm not doing the van thing, but we got a lot of stuff going on. Just trying to get people to go. I saw those shirts and you guys can wear those on duty. Yeah. So that was, that surprised me. I knew the hat might get, might got approved. I didn't know the shirts were going to get approved, but yeah, they approved all that stuff up until the 20th. It, the chief also approves a um, really good mustache. That's long. He, he relaxes grooming standards up until the event. Man, never. That's cool. Ever. Cool. Dude, you want to increase morale. You just got to do stuff that, like that's that, actually man. That's actually it. I mean, and it was great. We, we have. He does com- it every year. It's great. We have conversations regularly about there has never been one complaint ever in the fire service about firefighters wearing T-shirts around. And usually, I mean, everything they wear is respectable. I mean, with us the exception of putting like profanity on your shirts or something like that. You that that shirt, yeah, it's not really department issued stuff, but the public doesn't care. And then guess what? It builds morale. And honestly, they probably look at it and go, well, "What's that all about?" Yeah, they will start to ask some questions. Yeah, I mean, I I saw it and I was like, "There's no way we would ever get that approved." No. <laughs> or or a relaxing grooming standard. Oh man, that's that's cool. That's good. That's good to hear. There's yeah, hope, Craig. Year. There's hope. I, hey, I am all about two things, hope and change. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> all right, how about this one? How about, whoa, remember this, uh, I remember that kid, what movie was that in? We that just was, watched that the other day with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that no, was. No uh, Regrets. Meet the, what was oh, it? Oh, man, Meet the something, Meet the Smiths or Meet the. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think the guy in the right is. Yeah. These, these memes, these are. Um, now, were they not even yours or are you just reposting? Yeah, they're not. They're not me. I'm reposting them. All right, well, I, we can I, still I talk I about follow, them. I follow a lot of these people. If I see something that relate to us, I'll put it up. I think I, it's I think perfect. It's worst responders. But yeah, oh, he makes right, right. like, well, that's that applies. That's totally true, right? I mean that that's actually true. We we talked about it this morning. Not only on probation. I mean, we had a guy. He doesn't work for us anymore, but we had a guy that was, you know, got the award for top academy um, recruit. And within like three years, he was fired, and you know, it's like he got off probation, and everything changed. Shut it down. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, you see this with the officers too, right? They they ride backwards, or they're in one position, and they promote the next position. It's like you never even know this guy anymore. It's too too bad they get like that. It's not that hard to really stay true to yourself. 
Well, I think as you as you change in the department, some people who don't have a real good sense of self feel like they need to, I don't know, come up with one. You know, like if you don't set your standard at the firefighter level and you're a sloppy piece of shit, then if you promote, like, that you're still that person. And so, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen it successfully where you were an awful firefighter, but then you promoted and you're a great officer. Yeah, or you've changed how you are around the station or your station life. Like, you were the guy with the most opinions and about everything, and you had opinions about people that you worked for and people that worked for you, and then you got to a certain level, and it's like, no, oh, everything's good up here. <laughs> like, company man. It's like, come on. <laughs> like, stop. Yeah, I, I that is, I'm just thinking about what I just said. And it's like, you can change, right? Like, you can, but you gotta, you gotta be able to, you're gonna have to face your past, right? You're gonna have to face the questions. You're gonna have to actually deal with it and not just pretend it never happened. That's the, I guess that's the problem is you pretend it never happened. And everyone's like, like, well, wait a minute, you're coming at so-and-so for doing that. You did way worse shit when you were riding backwards. Way worse. Yeah. You need to. now you're trying to tell me how to do stuff? You need to say like, hey, I know I was a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But now I am trying to. I'm trying to prevent you from being the piece of shit I was. That'll work. Oh, see, yeah, right? some humility. There, there is, there is some to the fact that people who had hard probations be harder on probies. I, I see that. I mean, sometimes it's un- unwarranted, but or they they might feel like that's the only way. Yeah, I mean, I think when you're going at, oh man, I had it hard, so I'm going to make it hard on them. That's probably a bad place to start. But sometimes I think that that occurs partly because they may not know there's another way or I go back to what Craig says, you know, they just don't know themselves. They don't, I don't know. There's a lot that goes into treating a probie, right, man. There's a life experience and how would you want to be treated and having some, some feel for guys. And, and obviously it's changing with the millennial generation, which now we're kind of past that, to be honest, we're into a new generation. It seems like, but, Lots of change in how people are receptive to that type of treatment. I think a lot of it's good. Uh, the place I've worked for previously was horrific, absolutely horrific to their new guys. Like, uh, just some some stories. One of which was probies in the kitchen, right? And the crew comes in with a booster line. They ran these, you know, inch and a half red booster lines and flooded the kitchen drop the nozzle and say, hey, we helped clean up tonight. And this dude is now stuck with not only cleaning up all the dishes, but but fixing this kitchen that's now filled with, you know, 100 gallons of water. Or uh, Proby trying to do the right thing and take someone's plate, and he gets a knife stuck in his hand. Like, that, no bullshit. I, I'm just, well, that's, that's wild. But that hose thing, I'm just thinking about my station. We had a leak and it screwed up our floor and we didn't get it fixed for like three years i'd be pissed if someone did that in my kitchen well <laughs> dude they're never gonna fix this floor totally we just man. got this floor replaced yeah well you think you know how hard it is to get the city to get us a new floor in here you we live here <laughs> we live here motherfucker <laughs> yeah we were walking on there the slats were coming up and you were yeah. tripping on them for like two years oh, and they finally man. replaced it if someone did that at my, my at our station we'd be pissed we're like, yeah. dude, <laughs> totally our floor 
they're not going to come in here tomorrow. Fix that. It's never going to wait two more years. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think. I, I don't I don't see anything that bad. I, I think people are pretty respectful, at least around what I've seen. Uh, I'm not saying things that don't happen, but I don't. I've never seen the hose thing and definitely not the knife thing. Is it true that some stations, is it true that some departments make their Pro-BZ on the tailboard? Have you ever heard that? Uh, so uh, where I was previously employed, they would sometimes like <laughs> you would eat not with them. Like you would not eat at the same table. You wouldn't eat on the tailboard, but you wouldn't eat with them. Okay. So sit like almost I like. Could see, I could kind of see that if there's like a. Like a kid's. Cards like a kid's table. Table. Well, not necessarily a real. Yeah. I can kind of see that part. But I get a tailboard thing seemed a bit extreme to me. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't I'm know. sure it happens somewhere. If you heard it, I'm sure there's some truth to it. You know what? Something something that's changed probably in the past couple of years is this uh, where officers eat last. It's a pretty cool thing. I, I think, I don't know where it came from, but I remember probies used to eat last. Now they do like the amulets eats first, then the firefighters up the chain. And the idea is that the workers got to eat first. I've seen that a lot. I've seen captains walk in the kitchen and be like, I can't eat until you eat. Like, look at the probie. <laughs> and I think that's a very uncomfortable cool, spot uh, for a probie. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, my, that's a cool change in yeah. the past few years. My understanding is that that is from the military. It sounds about right. Yeah, we have uh, some military cats, and that's my understanding is that's what, um, that's Leader, where that Leaders eat from. last. Yeah, leaders eat last. The problem is, is that you'll get these officers who suck but they let their new guys eat first, so they think they're doing a good job. They're like, I'm good. Uh, I got my I got my food last. So I'm, I'm a leader. I uh, ate last. I'm a good leader. See how good I am, guys? And, like, they've been a piece <laughs> of shit the entire day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's play, your next? good, too, because I don't know. I like it. I think I think it's a good good change in the uh, – I think it's been, like, the past few years. That's a new thing. It's a good change. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the way even we – I mean, through – a lot of experience in the last few years. I mean, we changed the way that we treat probies. I don't, we never treated them bad, but just like giving the, the probationary firefighters a little bit more, uh, ownership in there. You know, it's like, I hate to say it, but if like, if you don't want to learn or do stuff and it's part of just the culture, maybe within our departments, like if you don't want to do, I, I can't force you to, you know? Um, and it sucks because, you know, that inevitably brings, say the standard down as, across the whole but you just uh you kind of have to read them and if they if they don't want it they don't want it so, i don't know that's kind of how i felt so there's there's no way to push you think there's a way to push but i mean i think through the pushing process it's like before it's like we're gonna push and you like you have to comply now it's like, i mean it's just the way it is if they don't want to comply they're still gonna keep their job hmm. don't you think well, yeah, there's no, I mean, we can barely get people as there is. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> I think it's, it's pretty easy to, uh, to make that case, you know? All right. Check this out. This is the Seinfeld clip. I love this clip. You put, I'm a big Seinfeld guy. Are you a Seinfeld guy? I am, but you know what? One of my producers, one of the guys that have been with me forever, he's huge. So a lot of times things will happen and I'll just text him be like, Hey, is Seinfeld doing anything about this? And he'll know right off the top of his head. That's oh, awesome. yeah, Kramer did that. Oh, he'll send me this such clip. a great... He's like my guy. Such a great show. Here, we're <laughs> going to play it. So then we go back to my apartment. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa! So we're uh, fooling around there, you know, just getting a little passionate, and uh, she starts with the dirty talking. All right, all right, hold on. Time out. Whoa, whoa. What did she say? Uh, the usual. No, I don't know. How do I know the usual? Typical things. What's typical? Give me typical. Give me some typical. She says, uh... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's very dirty. That's absolutely filthy. And then she starts talking about her panties. I'm gonna need some water here. I mean, that is... I mean... The married guys are always trying to live vicariously through, not not necessarily with relationships all the time, but like the newer guys who have no responsibilities always have like the new trucks or they're they're going mountain biking all the time, and it's just like, oh yeah, he used to do that. Well, so now like now with like all of the dating apps. Oh yeah, we have that <laughs> shit is. If you get your hands on someone else's dating app, it is. Uh, probably two hours worth of fun at the at the dinner table. We had a we had a probie do a presentation on that for us. It was very informative. Part of the probationary process for us is you have to do like a, I don't know, ten minute presentation. Yeah, ten minute Some presentation. Some fire skill. And uh, <laughs> the, our last couple of probies have done awesome. They've done it on uh, like dating apps where he like set. Uh, one up. They do their presentation, but then they also yeah, yeah, yeah. do another yeah, one. Do a funny one. Yeah, dating apps was one. Um, some of them we can't get into, but it's been very informative for being <laughs> being approaching what forty, and then these twenty somethings come in, and it's like what? So I, I just did a podcast. Uh, it's coming out here pretty part of this week, and we were talking. Uh, we have a big station. One of the, one of our big stations. You know, what do you guys call the bullpen, the living room? A uh, day room. Oh, bullpen. I like that. So See, I don't know why guy, bullpen. we call like it the that. bullpen. You're on deck, man. You're on deck. You're you're. That's where you sit before you go into the game on the fire. Hurts. Whatever. It's always been called that. I don't know where it comes from. Maybe somebody could tell me. But we're in the bullpen. It's a big bullpen, so you got because it's a big station. There's probably 15 chairs in there, and they would make not really the proby, but the 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 one two year guy. He put his Tinder or whatever was pop at the time on the big screen through Apple TV. And then you'd go through, and then the guys in the whole bullpen would choose swipe left or right. Yeah. Oh, I love nice. it. That is absolutely fantastic. So, so based so based off the guys in the bullpen, he had to swipe whatever is the good one right, and actually talk to these girls based off what everyone thought in the station. <laughs> Dude, that is fantastic. <laughs> we had some guy. Uh, he set up his whole profile, so you know we got said. Yeah, didn't we use like we use some stupid stereotypical picture of a fireman, like something with an, oh. an axe or something, you know, like shirt off and all that? We made probably the most like the lamest profile ever, yeah. but he got some Dude, dates. I, he got some dates out of it. I want a I want a blanket for like like a firefighter blanket with like muscle fire for like ridiculous, <laughs> like the <laughs> cheesiest ever. I because someone had it at my station. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. He had like guys like flexing all over his blanket. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that is hilarious. Uh, do you guys? That. <laughs> do you guys have uh, like kind of jack with people's rooms and things like that? What's what's your uh, um, what do pranks look like these yeah, days for you guys? Oh, pranks, pranks. I remember one. We 
know when you move up you guys move up like so there's a fire in a district and you got to drive your pump to their district and cover their district yeah yep. i don't know what you call it but moving up move ups. sometimes things happen for that too so because you're going to someone else's station i've seen people put uh you know the spanish channel on really live loud loud on the tv hide the remotes oh the cards at all you know, I played cards at another station every night, and whoever lost did the dishes. But we don't play cards at our station. Man or cribbage? Uh, we played a, this has nothing to do with politics, but it's called Trump. And that's how. It's two to ten, I think. Call it two to ten. Okay. Yeah, it's something. It's like you can bag out, you get all different cards, and then you can bag out, and then there's like a Trump card. Again, nothing to do with politics. You yeah, that, like that? 100%. And then you win that hand, yeah. and then it keeps going around, and then whoever loses does the dishes. So what we <laughs> – here's an idea of what you could do when you go on someone's station. Go to their <laughs> cards where they play that game and oh, take sh- all the fives out. <laughs> or put like four or five aces in there. Just take all the fives out, and then like two days later you get a text. <laughs> take all the fives out here because they won't know. They won't know what's happening. No one checks the deck before they play. Fives are a pretty important part of that game. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. Five, or, no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of cribbage. Cribbage. But but still, but taking yeah, just out take something out. Yeah. A good one, I've heard from another station was the uh, engine goes out on a call and the truck took the medics the whole entire bedroom nightstand <laughs> lamp, yeah. bed and put it right next to where his boots go. So when he got Did back, you guys send me that because I think I saw that. I I did before, but yeah, it was it was pretty epic, man. Like yeah, that's that's a good move actually. Yeah, I'm not moving it back. Yeah, oh no, that's a yeah. Somebody else moving it back. I would just act like I would just get down in my chonies and just brush my teeth, walk out there, (laughs) just get in bed, just do my normal night routine, Uh, just get all comfortable, do it in front of everybody. I mean, this is where you guys want me to be. This is where I gotta be tonight. (laughs) I'm a team player. Yeah, that's awesome. We had we we had like a little. uh, pay-per-view gate going on at our station what happened the last couple months like well it wasn't on our shift but there was a couple fires going on and crews are moving up to our station and so then they'd they'd order pay-per-view movies there oh hell yeah and of course they're long they're long gone when the bill comes and but we started investing kind of pay-per-view movies no i didn't get that bad but they were terrible (laughs) movies i mean one was like rambo something you know it was like some remake you said it was terrible is that your style? A great movie, man. <laughs> Sly. All right. Yeah. So it was. You know, nobody's gonna say shit, right? They they just come in, they order it, and move on with their life. You know. Love it. One of the, one of the best moves I've seen. We went to someone's station. I took out their entire bed, everything, their bed, and we put it in a different room. And I put a picture of that bed where his bed was. Oh yeah. Just a little picture. <laughs> but what the best move I ever seen? Not me. What he did to me. He never did anything. I saw him a couple of days later. He acted like it never happened. You're that like, was man, the come best on, man. move well, you gotta, I've ever seen. I want some props for this. Yeah. Day. Or at least like I don't even on the department anymore. I'm yeah. still waiting for it. He's going to come get me one of these days. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> your last move. your last day, that would be awesome. Your last day on the job, he comes back yeah. and screws with you. He was a Navy guy too. Navy, he was a Navy guy too. He knew, he knew it was a good move. I, I still respect that move. Just, yeah. Just, he's like, what? He never brought it up. Never nothing. That's perfect. Perfect. One that I think was like more of a tradition was uh, they'd give you a sugar cookie. So basically, uh, you'd be in the shower. They'd turn off all the water and then dump a pound of flour on you. And uh, it, 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 there's no more like of a hopeless feeling that you're 
covered in batter pretty much at that point, and you can't do anything because you have to get well, out of the How do you shop. respond to that? Well, you chase them. No, you just go lay in your bed. <laughs> if up. you did it to me, I'm just going to go lay in your bed and dry off with your towel. Ooh, that's way better. Hey, man. Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's way better than I would, yeah. than I did handle it. Flower? Yeah, hug, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Or go, or go maybe kind of lay across your hood. You know? <sighs> man, messing with people's cars. With flour? Oh, flour's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but you're, you're buck ass. Like, you can't go outside. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's you're in, you're in a lot. Yeah, you're buck ass naked. It. Nobody likes naked guys hugging them. No. The other one was when you <laughs> when you uh, you snow globe somebody, you take two rolls of toilet paper on like a dowel, and then you take a air bottle and you open it. So it basically makes these small little pieces of toilet paper in their room, and it's like I was finding pieces. Hours. I was finding pieces of toilet paper months. After I got snow globed, it was it was really impressive. I think you're giving people ideas because I don't think any of us down here have heard that idea. <laughs> don't yeah. Listen, before this goes live, you gotta you gotta do some of these. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do um, fridge fridge like refrigerator art? We have a lot of stuff over our fridges, but what do you mean? I guess it's a, it's just something we do. It's basically a meme. It's where memes kind of started. It's like I'll give you an example. I was at a station and it's a brand new station and across the street was the old station. Someone had graffitied chalk on the old station with black spray paint. So I, I I just one day I got some white paint and I went over there and I fixed it. Little known to me, the next day I come to work, pour my coffee, look at the fridge, and there's a picture of me and it looks like I'm painting that cock on the and you're that's like, fridge art. No, no, no. No, I knew. They yeah. knew, but that oh, was like that's oh, okay. gold. That was the joke. Fridge art's a joke. It's like they're just messing with me. They're like my nickname, Hearn. They're like Hearn finally breaks or something like they wrote on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it was gold. It lo- it looked like I was painting it onto that station. I remember a guy. He had his engineer test driving the city dump truck. A uh, fire engine comes behind him, so he's doing his test to fight, get his class B, and a fire engine going coat. So he goes to pull over. He can't because there's trash cans in the way. So he pulls over as far as he can. The engine goes around him, pulls him over the dump truck and says he didn't yell to the fire truck. No. Sh- and he's like, hey, man, I promise I, I was trying. So so he had they had to fail him. So he really tried. They failed him. He had to redo it. Jar on that was hilarious. Oh, I mean, I it was like it was like him, like as OJ, like all the cops chasing him in the dump truck, like all the fridge art the next day. There's like, you know, him running from the cops. There's all of this stuff. That's basically what fridge art is. That's kind of what the page is, like a modern day fridge art thing. You know, so it's on there. We have, we were, we've been doing that for years. We have a, I would say maybe the most epic text thread. I'm sure every fireman thinks that, but we have a couple guys <laughs> who, if you take a picture and you send it to them, Maybe we'll send you privately uh, a few of these, but um, they are so good. Like they quick, are quick too. Like within mass, minutes, man. If you want something edited, like you're, we talked about editing earlier, these guys will make a meme in in minutes. They must have some app out there that I don't know about, but it is it is impressive. Yeah, those are going on. Those I'm, are always going on. Before I forget, I'm going to send you this one that I think uh, it's been going around. Uh, it's a former employee at where we work now, and uh, 
I'm just going to send it to you. Yeah, I did a video kind of making fun of the fact that the group text got busted and everybody went to jail. (laughs) We talked about that. Oh, man. Yeah, I think we were talking to our engineer the other day, and he was going way back in the text threads. And uh, I was like, you don't delete that stuff? Like, he's like, no, I keep it all. I'm like, man, you got to delete that every now and then. It's You got to get rid of it. This is, it's only, there's no reason to have it. So, Jesus. so, yeah, looking at him. <laughs> so that dude, that dude, the first one, the black and white, he worked yeah. at our job and he was a fucking weirdo and he ended up getting fired. And then the one, uh, the next one with that dude laying on his lap, um, he's another total like, we're going to take this out, but he's a total fucking weirdo at our job. And so he like superimposed him laying on this guy's lap. And this was like five minutes for this guy to pull this off. So he is, he's a sniper, man. He's really good. Um, do you get sent a ton of stuff? Like do people just constantly send you shit? Yes. And I, I'm not, I don't want to look like I'm complaining. I'm not complaining. I actually am going to get another phone. Because oh, really? I'm going to leave this phone. It's all good. It is what it is. But I'm going to leave this phone as brigade stuff. I'm going to get a separate phone, and I'm not going to give out my number. <laughs> I think that's probably it's probably it's a good. Idea. But no, it's all good. I like it. I like it. It's good. And actually, I get a lot of great stuff from people. I want them to keep doing it. I just I need a break sometimes, and I need to look at my own phone, just like get away. But it's yeah. So people are very creative. <laughs> a lot of times, like in the beginning, there was a lot of anger, and I was like, I'm not going. My role is very simple. If I look at it. And it's not inappropriate in some way. Too bad. I'm, I, I'll probably put it up. Yeah. But if you show me something that's like out of anger or that's true but not funny, that happens a lot. You can make a true meme. It's completely true but not funny. But, yeah, people send me some funny stuff. And also a lot of video. Fires, um, all kinds of stuff. So it's cool. I like it. It's cool, man. I, I mean, like that I'm the one they think of, you know, when they do that. I know we do. Like, I think it's almost become, at least in our station, like a, uh, it's a verb. Like, oh man, they'd be, that's, a, that's a brigade right there. Like, that's a, you know, like when, when we see something. So it's, it's cool, man. I think what you're doing is awesome. And we, it, we definitely get a lot of levity out of it at the station for sure. But that was actually when I realized it was uh, getting big. Firefighters from all over the country were sending me pictures of vans. I'm like, the van's after me. The mango van's after me. And I was like, what is happening right now? What is happening? It was, it was during, it was a couple of years ago, Northern California was just all burning. And those firefighters up there, like the line crews, like they were sending me pictures of burnt up vans. And they're like, we finally got the mando van. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> and I didn't put that up because that's like someone's van. But like, like uh, our department was up there on strike teams. And they'd become pulling into fire camp and people would be yelling Mando van at them. And they're texting me. They're like, dude, this shit's like everywhere. Awesome. That's, that's when I realized like, oh, this shit's taking off. Like it's getting wild. How long have you been at it? A few years. It started out showing fire video. And then I, I think I did my first meme. It was really, really simple. It was Kevin Hart kind of looking around the corner. And it just said, when you, he- when you hear the phone ring and you're number one on the Mando list, <laughs> very simple. And then I, the reaction I got from that, I don't really, I'm not like an outwardly funny person. I think I just know how to um, make the memes. And I, when I, the reaction I got from that, I was like, oh, I can, I can do more of these. 
Yeah, <laughs> totally. I just kept doing it, and then it's 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 evolved into you know a little bit better tech, but same thing. I wanted to ask you. Uh, you had someone on your podcast who was a, f- a fireman who was going to bring some folks over to Ukraine. Yeah. Did that happen? Yeah. And matter of fact, I'm trying to get the second one right now. Oh, okay. Uh, he went over. He actually has a lot of crazy pictures he brought back. And we did a second one of him coming back. I just got to put it up. Nice, man. But yeah, he went over. They, He did some stuff. I mean, he, he ended up on, I want to say, New York Times for, you know, some stuff he did over there. It was pretty wild. Well, I'll be I'll be looking forward to uh, to seeing that one, man. You got you got you got a really good thing going. Thank you. Thanks for uh, having me on. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, man. Thanks for keeping us sane. No worries. Good. No worries. Thanks, guys. <laughs>